You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hi, this is Cindy Cochran. Welcome to the podcast of my show. Remember, you can join me live every weekday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio on Conroe's FM 106.1 and 104.5 and globally on IRLoneStar.com. If you're a big fan of my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube and SoundCloud channels. And you're always invited to my Facebook page, The Cindy Cochran Show. The Cindy Cochran Show is brought to you by our titled sponsor, The Wooten Financial Group. Call today for all your financial concerns, 936-449-5952. Good morning, everybody. It is all together now. Friday. Friday. Yay, it's Friday, and we're so happy that it is because, you know, that means it's going to be a great weekend, and we've got sunshine here. It's been a while. I mean, people are just crazy because, oh, as soon as we got... As soon as we had sun, there was like everybody was out at the at every place you can be outside in, and uh, it's just been beautiful. And Conroe, we were in the 60s this morning. That's the crazy. 62 this morning. So, but uh, I'm I'm telling you, I'm so happy for you to be listening to us, and uh, I'm gonna try to give you a really a really good show today. We always do. Always try and give you a good show. But what's so exciting to me is Jake the Engineer is in the house, and I'm really happy about that. Glad to be back. I missed it. Oh, you did? Did you listen uh, globally uh, on the uh, I actually internet? did. I actually did. Uh, I don't want to say torture, but I, I made my, my cousin. So I drove to New Orleans uh, with three of my cousins, and I made all three of them listen. And, uh, and yeah, they, they liked it. Good, good. Is it when you were on? No, no, not oh, one now. Just, no, no, no. just the real, whatever was on. Well, no, no, no. I did a replay of your show, uh-huh. and then I did a replay of Nathan's show, and I said these are yeah. our two most popular shows for the yeah, most part. That's right. That's right. So, well, they're on the most. So, well, yeah, exactly. By so. attrition, we get, we, we get the the most uh, people watching, most love, and um, watching and listening. And if you're just joining us on 106.1, we're happy to have you uh, in Conroe. And if you're driving through Conroe, I always like to say 106.1 first because it is the Conroe area. And then as you go uh, north on 45, uh, then you get into uh, Willis, New Waverly, and that's, and you go to 104.5. Because otherwise, I think I just lost the connection. So I, guess, I guess that's why I say 104.5 because I'm, I'm from the north of Conroe. Oh, that's right. You're near well, I'm not all the way up to Huntsville. I'm in oh. Cold Spring. Can you pick up the? Uh, no. You no. Know, I was, no. was going to say I don't think it drifts. I, I that think far. I'm San Jacinto County. I think that's where I technically live. I can't wait oh. to get to Montgomery County because you need to be Montgomery. Montgomery, Montgomery. is so is, is so cool. Uh, but I know that you know, and I've told people it will drift into the woodlands, and probably at night it drifts even more. Isn't that funny that that the signal does drift? It is. You know, you can pick it up further than it's supposed to be. Well, it's it's like anything else, like being on a freeway. It's less traffic. That's true. That is good. That's a very good point. That is true. And so people that are just now joining us on FM, uh, and you're just now listening to the Cindy Cochran Show, and maybe you've paused a minute as you're flicking through, and uh, we hope you stay. But this show is a show that is uh, it's about anything we want it to be. That's what's cool about it. It's the Cindy Cochran Show. It's like real. Me. Reality, reality radio. radio then well because we uh, we talk about real things and um there's no fake news here it's only my opinion of the news <laughs> so if you want to think that's fake that's okay but um but so much stuff has been going on in the news and uh, i i must report it as it stands and not my opinion or what i think about or what i feel about it I, uh, I have to do that. I have to have somebody on the other side of the table telling me what they think and what they feel and, and their uh, passion about it. And then it's okay. But right now, I can tell you uh, the hearing went on yesterday, the Comey hearing. Now, it, were you driving back from Louisiana yesterday? Yeah, I drove back yesterday. So. Oh, well, if you had it on NPR, you could have listened to the whole <laughs> thing. Uh, what were you listening to? I think I was listening to Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was by myself yesterday. Oh, okay. And so 
I just don't think that driving and listening to a hearing for <laughs> six hours would have been the, the smart move. Do you know, I loved so much that I went and got something to eat and I ate and brought it back out to the car and sat in the parking lot to listen to it, to be able to listen to it. Uh, because I didn't have my headsets to listen to it on the, on my phone in there. So I came outside and I'm listening to this, this hearing and I'm so... Uh, man, when I get home, I have to like listen to where a part that I, it breaks, and then I could go in and and turn it. I know it's on TV because Sam was listening to it. So, but the, to, speaking of Pandora's box, that's really kind of what that was yesterday, is because there were, uh, you know, there it opened up a lot to a lot of things. And the funniest thing though is if you ever you've gone to a movie and looked at a movie. And you say to your friends, hey, did y'all see da-da-da-da? And they go, oh, that was horrible. And you're thinking, you're getting ready to say, that's the best movie I've ever seen. I loved every bit of it, especially when they did this and when they did that. And you go, did we see the same movie? I don't get that. And so I think yesterday what happened was, if you were a Republican and you you heard it through that filter, and if you were a Democrat, you heard it through that filter. But there were things that were undisputable that, that came out that everybody's going to have to deal with. And everybody had been just speculating, oh, boy, we got him now. We've got Trump on the run. He's being investigated, and he's being he's going to be told he's being investigated, and he's been telling everybody that this FBI director told him he wasn't and all that. Well, that was put to rest because the FBI director said he was not being investigated. And he said, and you know what's disturbed me so much is that I would listen to these newscasts and these news anchors and people talking like it's a fact and they were dead wrong about so many things and so you know all the republicans were cheering like yay that's right that's what we've been saying all along is because the news it's the news it's the news media that's out there but he said that and then um the other thing that he talked about was his attorney general his boss uh in fact tells him that he must call the hillary clinton Thing that was going on not an investigation but a matter and so to say that and that's how he needs it to, to uh phrase it well that really upset him and disturbed him and uh, seems like he was he's been disturbed and confused a lot during his uh, tenure tenure as uh, fbi and it was uh it, it was an interesting it was an interesting uh uh thing yesterday because everybody had their you know, the question's ready for him, and then if he didn't answer them the right way, they just kept on and on about it. And then I thought, boy, this is going to be interesting to see how the news media breaks this down because they've been breaking it down way before it even happened. And so when we got home and you heard everybody saying, if you watched, like, let's say you watched MSNBC, CNN, and uh, whatever, that that group of people were just saying, We've got him now. I mean, I think it's time for impeachment. I think what he did was nothing compared to what Nixon did, uh, and he needs to be impeached. And then you had the uh, more conservative talks, like Fox, uh, talking about, you know, what, um, you know, how vindicated now is the president because he's he's been, what he's been saying was right. So it was a, it was just very interesting. And if you don't watch the news, you don't know what happened. I think there was just a, some some wins for everybody around the table uh, that they could pick through, and uh, that will be talked about for the rest. But the deal is, everybody wants Trump to get back on back on uh, pace for doing the things like uh, the tax reform and uh, health care and that kind of stuff. That's what they want. That's all they care about. I don't care about this Russian thing. Russia, Russia, Russia. Doesn't that remind you of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha? It just does. Every time I hear it. Well, and that's the sad thing about this whole situation is, yeah, I understand that this is no, you know, joking matter or, you know, something that should just be looked over and, and not paid attention to. No, there, there's some serious implications here, but there's also more serious matters at hand. That You've got that, North Korea trying to put us in the crosshairs of their nuclear program. <laughs> and so I think, I think... That's more important than Russia trying to influence our election. I think everybody needs to be aware that when they call and say, 
it is so good to talk to you. I want to talk to you about something that we're, you know, we want you to vote this way, we want you to vote that way. And somebody says something like that, you know, should, just hang up the phone. That's all you need to do, it's so silly. And so the, the things that we really do have to worry about that are imminent are, you know, places that, that are not in the country are like North Korea, those guys that are trying so hard to figure out how to blow us up. And that, so uh, that's, that's imminent. But also the health care thing, because Obamacare is getting ready to go away because all the carriers, all the uh, people that were in it yeah. are out of it. Yeah. And, the, and the poor people that only have one person, only one uh, carrier to go to is like, this is, I've got to pay everything and I'm paying more for, you know, for my health care than my, my mortgage. This is ridiculous. And I'm getting ready to face that, that battle because I'm about to be dropped off of my uh, parents' health care because my stepdad's switching companies and oh. to carry me over is, is going to be a hassle and everything like that. And I said, no, you know, I'm an, I'm an adult now. I got to get my own health care insurance. That's normal. Right. It's what adults right. do, right? That's right. And I've got to figure out, I've got uh, basically three months to figure out wh what's going to happen with Obamacare like, exactly and how long. And then... What do I need to do to, to not have to pay an arm and a leg? Okay, now, one thing that happened with, through executive privilege, you know, he just he signed and uh, got rid of the mandate to have to pay a penalty. So you don't have to pay a penalty more if you're not, if you're not insured by a certain time and all that stuff. So Wait, so as a healthy, young, 23-year-old, I don't have to buy insurance? Well, you, you don't, there's not a mandate now where you have to have you know, insurance. That's gone. And where you had to pay two thousand dollars, yeah, a penalty yeah, yeah. and all that—that's gone. And he took that away from the uh, companies as well, you know, because the companies were paying. They just go ahead and pay it because it was so outrageous how much they were just you yeah. know, paying. And a lot of uh, young people were just paying the penalty because they didn't want to get insurance. They just didn't want to. It was cheaper to pay that than to pay for the insurance for monthly insurance. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that part is good. So anyway, okay. Well, we've got to go to a break. I know you're so sad that we do, but we have. We will be back. On the Cindy Cochran Show. Come Sponsored. back. Come back and help Jake figure you out figure, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's more fun, watching paint dry or talking about insurance? <laughs> we'll be right back on the Cindy Cochran Show. And thank you to the Wooten Financial Group that is sponsoring this show and keeping it on the air. See ya. Every week I get asked the same two questions. Am I ready to retire? Will my savings last for our lifetime? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. If these two questions are on your mind, we'd like to help. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know you and includes a few meetings for you to kick the tires at no charge. We'll provide you with a one-page summary that helps you get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for you. To take the first step to a clear direction for your retirement, Call Wooten Financial at 936-449-5952. That's 936-449-5952. Or visit us on the web at WootenFinancial.com. That's W-O-O-T-T-O-N Financial.com. Get started today. And we're back on the Cindy Cochran Show. Now, we were talking about, you know, uh, Jake's. <laughs> Or Jake's insurance policy. Uh, he's got to get insurance. This is his first run at it. And Sam always took care of that, the insurance thing, because it was in his company. And now he's retired, and so you have to kind of look around. But uh, that Jake is now looking for his first insurance. And he's a healthy guy. And this is what the big problem with Obamacare was predicated on the fact that the young people – because they were mandated and they would be fined if they didn't do it, would buy into this and, and sign up. And so the carriers would be excited to have all these people signed up and the money would be coming in. And they were the ones that were going to support all the older people that have, you know, the pre-existing conditions, conditions and all yeah. that. But that money from the younger people was what they messed up on. Well, because they, they wanted to make it to where, okay, look, this is – Going, it was supposed to be affordable, but the problem was is it wasn't. It was And so young people were like, why would I make this investment every month when I don't use it? 
it doesn't make any sense. Now, yeah, I, I, and I understand, I was talking to Cindy in the breakout, I understand that, you know, if I don't have medical insurance and I break my leg, then I either have to pay for it out of my pocket or, you know, the public is going to suffer, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so, but I just don't see the incentive as a young, healthy male of why I would do it. So, right. as a youth. Well, that's why they did the mandate and they did the penalty. They didn't want to call it but that's gone a tax, but, that, but that's gone because they want people to be free to find the insurance that they can afford and that they want right now. Until this health care passes, now the health care passes that's coming out you know, from the government will be uh, trying to make this affordable. And one of the things that they were going to do was to make sure that uh, we can now get health, you know, health care providers across the state line and we can get health care from them. Which, which it would cause the competition in the market, and now they would start, you know, competing and lower cost instead of them being the only game in town, yeah. which it was before. And so that's what uh, that's what the hope is, and what the uh, you know this way everybody will can get insurance, and it won't be so costly that it will make you say, "I'll just wait and go to the emergency room if I have to." Because I want insurance because I am a klutz and a half. So I, are you? I, you know, I I don't know why, but maybe it's because I I was allergic to milk as a baby. But I have broken, uh, I I have broken nine bones in my entire life. And wow, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and yeah. So and I've I've had multiple concussions. I've I've had a lot of trips to the emergency I, between me and my tool. From to, sports. Yeah, sports or just various other th- activities. Yeah, mm-hmm. always on a something with wheels most of the time. <laughs> but between my my two brothers and I, we were in the emergency room from the time we were zero to eighteen, about fifty to sixty times between the three of us. So you know, I'd love to know is is that has the trips to the emergency room for broken bones and that kind of stuff for activity has it gone down since video games came out. I don't, I, I don't know, and I, I guess video, but video games have been out for a long time. It, it's nothing new. It's nothing new, but a lot of people now it's so much more affordable, and everybody can play them, and 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 it's very yeah, inter, inter are connected. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, I as wonder. a as a child, I mm-hmm. was I was always outside. I, we didn't have we had video games, but we were limited to what we could play. There you go. And so there I, I, I most of the time I was outside on a bike or a scooter. Or playing sports and breaking bones. So. Well, I mean, if, if it was left up to Samuel, I think that he would he would stay right there and play. He watches YouTube. He watches uh, he watches uh, a lot of the people that play games on YouTube. I went in there and went, wait a minute, I thought you wanted to play the video games. He goes, I am. And I goes, no, they're playing the video games and you're watching them play the video games. What is this about? And he goes, I'm learning all the shortcuts and all that stuff. I'm I'm learning. It makes me a better player to watch these videos. They're like training videos, Grandma. And I went, oh, my word. Uh, so, but Sam will get him, make sure he goes outside. You need to be outside with your dog and uh, and play with that dog and get that dog, you know, the, the exercise he needs. And you need the exercise as well. And so they go out. But it's so pitiful because we live on we live on five acres. And you think, what, for a kid? Five, five acres, acres and some forest awesome. in the back to go back. But uh, and he went through that stage. He got through that. And now he's into I've well, done that through the element elementary years. I mean, I was a, I was a four sport athlete. My little short white butt was playing basketball and I loved it. Oh, and were I, you? And I played football. I played lacrosse and I played baseball. So I was in a sport year round and constantly. And then when I hit junior high, I wasn't good enough to play baseball and I wasn't good enough to play basketball. <laughs> so I stuck to lacrosse and football. And so I had spring and fall covered. And then I took my summers for <laughs> slight training and other fun activities. And then when I got into high school, I focused solely on lacrosse. But that was, I turned it from a, just a spring sport into a year round sport. So video games were never that big in, in my right. life. Because you had so much other stuff to do. I was always a big, I guess you would call him a jock, but I, I'm, I'm too nice to be a jock. But your so. mom, and I wouldn't call her a soccer mom. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, but that she was taking you all everywhere. You needed to go. My, my mom and dad, both of them. Both yeah. of them did. Okay, so that that's wonderful that you have that. Um, but I, what's, ba- what's bad about living on this, these five acres, the neighborhood has no children in them, except when somebody's visiting their grandparents or somebody is, you know, there's the divorce thing and the kids are over for that week. But they have no one to play with all the time. And... and that's what I miss about a neighborhood is that so many kids. 
What I don't miss is the interaction with the parents because there's so many kids and you have to <laughs> talk to the parents and the parents are mad at you because you did this or that or whatever. There's and a lot of politics there. Oh, brother, there is. Uh, oh, if, my god. If you ever come out to Katy and you go to, like, the Cinco Ranch area, oh, uh-huh. it's it's a nightmare and a half how much they behind the scenes. Yes. To see that still go. That has never, ever stopped because I just, I, I remember that. I remember that so well, all that that happens in a, inside of a neighborhood. And we lived in a neighborhood um, after I was married and, and had the start having the children the children would play with the other kids but uh it was uh they were from um the middle east the, the hmm. neighbors we had a lot of neighbors and they were all family and they all lived in this neighborhood really and so uh it was funny the kids would come over to play but they could never spend the night they could never spend the night at the house and uh because the father who was very you know upfront about it, he says i don't want them learning your ways and I went, you mean, our, what am I doing wrong? And he goes, no, Western ways. I, we don't want them learning the Western ways. I said, but you live in Texas. <laughs> Do you not get, what, what are you trying to keep them from learning about? And he says, I don't, but they can't marry, date, or anyone that is not, you know. Of yeah, and, and our, that's, that's a common theme. I had um, our, well, actually, he wasn't our Valley Victorian. We, we tried to start a petition to get him to be our Valley Victorian. He was, um, he, he took all the same classes, made all the straight A's that all these other students, you know, that our two other valedictorians were, but he had a life outside of academics and he was a swimmer and competed at the state level, but that ended up hurting him because that's only a 4.0 class. That's here nor there. But he had um, no television through the zero to 18 right. while living here. And right. he was never allowed to play video games. He was never allowed to sleep over anybody's house because right. of that lifestyle. And, right. that's, and that's what they want. They want the, they want that, that control and they want them to be raised not in the American way. But what happens is, is that some of the children learned the American ways, you know, because they, they were going to school with, you know, why? They should be going to private schools to keep from learning a lot of the stuff that the kids know in the public schools. But uh, they, they learned this, and then when they finally got old enough to realize and that they've been told, you know, at 18 years old, you can be out of the house. You can vote. You can do all this kind of stuff because um, uh, you're an American, and you're free. And so they take that, and when they go to college, when they try and send them to college, you know what happens in college. I don't care where you're from. When kids go to college, they kind of go crazy. They snap, and they, they have this... Uh, I got to get all this out of my system before I have to go back home and bring the dirty laundry to mom. So it's just, it's uh, it's interesting. The people, you know, we talk about and we want people to assimilate. That's the problem that we have because we feel like people that are coming from the Middle East or whatever never assimilate into our culture and that makes it difficult. That really makes it difficult. Well, but it, I, I think it's also one of the nice things about America because we are such a melting pot mm-hmm. and we are so diverse. And, you know, growing up in Katy, I mean, we had, you know, just a diverse population in our high school. And I feel as though that helped us sure. where we didn't have the prejudice. Right. The, pre- the prejudice nature. Right. That, you know, I think other schools and other areas of the country you know they they struggle with that sort of stuff no that's that's exactly right and i think that's what uh, i love about uh, talking to samuel and cindy who have no idea that there's a difference except for skin color or something like that but that's all you know but everybody has different color hair everybody has different you know they they don't see any of that they don't talk about it they don't think about it it's not part of their of their culture and uh when Samuel got in trouble because this kid said, hey, this would be funny, and he takes the, the three, they were playing cards, there was a, a free time at, at school, at their class, and they're, they're playing cards, and he takes the three kings out, and he lays them on, he says, come here, what? this is going to be funny. And he lays the three kings out in front of this girl who's black, and Samuel said, what, what is it? What's so funny? And the girl went, you know, got upset, and he said, she doesn't think it's funny. What does it mean? And she asked the girl, what does this mean? He goes, she said, um, I'm going to go tell the teacher. So she went and told the teacher, and no one explained to him, and he 
and he got in trouble and the teacher called him outside and he she's just letting him have it but he said but what does that what did we do what did what does that mean and nobody would so he got home and we did the whole 60s review even when you told that story to me for the first time a couple weeks back i right. i didn't catch it right away either i didn't i, I didn't either I, I you know who i i i lived through all that stuff and and i when she said they put the three kings in front of her and i thought you think Martin Luther King was offended? You know, like, was that offensive? Because I thought it was talking about Martha Lu- Martin Luther King was what they were referencing. And she says, no, the KKK. And I went, the KKK? What? I said, Sam- boy, and I turned to Samuel, and he was like, what's the KKK? Because we don't, I mean, we don't talk about it. It's not on their TV. It's not on their games or anything like that. So, it's like, they don't, they don't know. So, we had to talk about it, and he figured it out. And the next day he went back, and the kid got mad because he wouldn't talk to him. And uh, he and he says, I don't talk to kids that are racist. And he said, racist? And he goes up and tells the teacher, he just called me a racist. And so the teacher had to take Samuel out again. He says, you don't do that. You can't call me. <laughs> Samuel says, I don't know what to do. This is so confusing. I don't understand. You just sit and take notes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just keep your mouth shut. It's an e- e- you the- know what that last segment, this past segment, what we would call that in the radio industry? What? A pinball segment where we <laughs> hopped around <laughs> so right. many times. That is what the Cindy Cochran Show ping, is ping, all ping, about. Ping. That's exactly right. So it's great because people are driving through. <laughs> They're going to get us a part million of the segment. miles yeah, a second. We'll get, we'll get you noted down with information okay you you are listening to the cindy cochran show real reality radio and it's also the fitbit for your ear because we talk so fast and do move 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 okay guys uh we'll be right back don't go away you don't want to miss a thing every week i get asked the same two questions am i ready to retire will my savings last for our lifetime hi this is chris wooten with wooten financial group our firm has been in montgomery county for decades but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. If these two questions are on your mind, we'd like to help. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know you and includes a few meetings for you to kick the tires at no charge. We'll provide you with a one-page summary that helps you get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for you. To take the first step to a clear direction for your retirement, call Wooten Financial at 936-449-5952. That's 936 936- Four four nine five nine five two, or visit us on the web at wootenfinancial.com. That's W-O-O-T-T-O-N financial.com. Get started today. And we're back on the Cindy Cochran Show. And if you were listening to Jake the Engineer uh, do his thing, and he talked about the full moon uh, and his uh, sister-in-law maybe having a baby and yeah. maybe during this time because of of uh, the rise of the tides or something. I don't know what happens. But the full moon, it is not a joke. It's not, you know, just an urban legend or something like that. That when I worked for Channel 13 in the news department, uh, somebody just, I just started working in there. And I remember someone saying, uh, oh, it's full moon. We're going to have to put on more people on the phones. And, and I went, y'all are kidding, right? And he goes, no, no, full moon brings out the weirdest people in this city and the strangest things happen during this time and i went no that's for real they said for real don't know what causes that but there's a change in everybody's mood when it's a full moon and so you know because that's when the werewolf would change into the man to the werewolf and and all that the full moon has had bad connotations well, and, and I'm, I'm looking now, and it says on, uh, well, let's credit this, babycenter.com. Yes. So, no, it is not true that baby more babies are born on full moons. Uh, <laughs> many maternity nurses and moms will swear that it is true, uh-huh. but scientific studies have been done that there's no increase in births or birth defects during a full moon. Well, they probably will do the same thing, saying, no, there's not any more murders. There's not more people that snap during that time. Not. But I'll tell you, if you talk to people in the news that have been working newsrooms that's when they get all the calls and it may be because people feel like now's the i mean the full moon is making me do this and i'm i'm going to give in to the pull that it has on me and the moon has a lot of power a lot of control over this earth so why wouldn't it have control over us well you know that's um i guess that's the 
thing that God gave you was the freedom of choice. So you can choose whether you want to let that happen or So you can choose not. when you give birth. All right, there That's we right. go. No, that is one thing that he took away from <laughs> Except what if you want to go in and have it taken from you, that was so bad because the doctors would say, well, we're going to do go ahead and, and induce this birth. And I went, oh, okay. I didn't find out later that it's because he had a golf game in Florida that weekend. And so that's why they did it. And I was like, you know, was that right? But, you know, a woman at the ninth month going through, and, and I went almost, well, the doctor said we must have just miscalculated because I went further than they're supposed to go. And I kept thinking, this baby will never come. I'll jump off a table flat foot, but just let me, let me have this baby. Which, which child was this one? This was uh, Chad. Chad, okay. Yeah, and so he was the middle one. The first one, I didn't it's know those, what was going it's on. It's those middle children. The I'm middle telling you. Children. The I'm middle a, child is the worst. I'm a middle child. Watch that it. explains what? so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I remember people telling you, oh, you're the middle child. Oh, yeah. Well, that means, you know, but that's not true. My, my sister was perfect. I kept being compared to her, and, and it was, uh, she was a hard act to follow. That's all I can say. And so, our middle child, my, my brother, uh, was just the ultimate middle child, really? as much as you can imagine it. And and then it turned out that I was the ultimate baby. So Aww. I'm mama's favorite. I get anything and everything I want, apparently. I apparently. Bet, I bet you do. And how many years difference between? So the oldest is eight years older than me, and then the middle child is six years older than me. So there's a big difference. Yes. You know, every one of my children are six years apart. Really? Three children, and they're all six years apart. Wow. I know it. It took me longer to forget what that felt like, so I, I just <laughs> I was putting it off. No, for six years. Um, anyway, so I think we've covered just about everything in the, Every in the globe. Every facet of life, so, except for the movies. The movies. Yes, the movies are starting. Because what we want to do now is to entertain ourselves through this weekend and enjoy yourself through this weekend. Um and that's what's going to happen on, the, let's see, it starts on Thursday night now. That's what's so cool, that you can go to the movies on Thursday night. And you can beat the crowd and get all that done. But I think a lot of people, even though you got Netflix and you've got homes that have beautiful theater-looking, you know, places in them, spaces in them, still want to go and be with the people. Mm -hmm. And they want to hear the munch of popcorn around their, you know, around where they're sitting. And the smell of popcorn popping and uh, people's reaction because you enjoy it more when other people are laughing, you know, and all that. There now, Sam would never go to the show if it wasn't for me. He just he wouldn't he wouldn't do it because he can't stand being around people. Uh, and uh, around and people or around you? I no, because he, <laughs> he would sit at home and watch a movie with me, but not go out. He, he can tune you out a little more there. I think. <laughs> I think I think he can too. But I one thing about Sam going to the movie with Sam, he he does get aggravated with people that are just around you and. and teenagers and we would go like on a friday night and that's when every teenager in the world would go to the movies and these two kids were sitting in front of us and they were talking and talking and and just they had their cell phones on everything they were just making a big record and it was ridiculous i can't stand it either i would have spoken to them but sam leans down in his uh ah you know the the, the gangster way that he can look and the way that he can talk to people and he says you're going to be paying for my ticket. I spent this much money. You keep this up. You're going to be paying for my ticket. You understand me? And they they turned around, looked at me, and they sat back down and, and were quiet for the rest of the thing. In fact, they got up and moved. But uh, so I was always embarrassed because my mother would say things to people that were doing wrong. And I have taken on, and I, she still channeled through me because if somebody does something, I, you know, this just... I'll tell them. I'll say, you know, you get up and move, or I'll tell you tell your child to quit kicking me in the back of the seat, and that kind of thing. I won't go tell a mother, can you take that crying baby out? I won't do that. But, but for kids, but I think that's stupid, just as rude as as anything else. I mean, why? Why it is? But why are you going to sit there with a crying baby when you know that baby's crying? Go out in the hall and soothe that baby. Okay, but here's the deal: that mom's about to snap. And I don't want to be the one to put her over the edge, and she looks at me, and you know, and or the dad, or anything else, unless we have it, the family, uh, and I'm coming up and telling them what to do with their kid. No, I won't do that. But I'll go tell the manager. Could you tell the kid? I'll do. I'll do something like that. It's, and in a restaurant and things like that. It, it's oh. different on a plane, or 
you know, because you're you're trapped. Yeah, you can't yeah. go anywhere. You know, but on a at a restaurant or a movie theater, mm-hmm. no, no, you take that baby outside until that baby stops crying. Then you can come back in. That is the rule. Yeah, and see, and that's real old school because that's what we would all do. We we'd have to take the kids out, and they knew if they were going outside the restaurant, uh oh, they were in trouble. Be, yeah, it's I they can't cried all tell the way you out. how many times I got a smacking for you know mm-hmm. and I had to get pulled out into the hallway or into the bathroom and then right. I get a spanking for misbehaving in a restaurant or a movie theater well they it's so funny that we're talking about this uh, before we talk about the movies uh, is because of uh, on the radio today they were doing this big thing about kids not having any kind of, of uh, discipline and not nowadays they don't have the discipline parents want to be the friends and parents won't won't tell them what they need to do and and give them any kind of consequences for their bad actions and things like that. And so when you hear about someone like yourself, who your your parents have really, you know, yeah, and, with and, that, and that's my, good. My parents used, you know, spanking as, and so they used a physical form of discipline. Right. But and I'm not saying that you have to do that. There, there's no rule that says every kid must be physically disciplined. No, no. Sometimes there's 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 other ways that work better for other kids. You know, for me. A spanking worked the best because yeah. I corrected the actions better than if you had just put me in timeout because timeout wasn't really a penalty to me. Well, I know. Like, like once my dad had, had whipped me with the belt, all he had to do then after that was take the belt and put it and pop it. And then that would be, thank you very much. I just need that trigger. Thank you. That's thank all. You. I, thank you very much. I'll do whatever you say. You brought back every deep dark yes, uh, yeah. memory that I've Thanks. suppressed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do anything wrong. I won't. I was, no, I was a, I was a golden child. Uh, but anyway, okay, so let's talk about the movies because we're going to. Now you just gave me the two minute warning. Okay. We may have to wait for the movies. To, well, you know, we can take it. We can take our break now if you want, and then we can come back and have longer to fully talk about yeah, the movies. If you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, people hey, audience, need a break clap, from us. Clap if you if you want to do that. I hate. Look at yeah. Look. I can look, hear him look, from here. Look at the meter. Look at the meter go. Okay. <laughs> Dennis said it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. We'll be, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Cindy Cochran Show. We're going into the movies and what's coming out. Wow. There's one that I cannot wait to see, uh, and one that I saw that I'll have to tell you about because it's all about underwear. Okay. All right. We'll be right back on the Cindy Cochran Show, sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. See you in a few. Every week, I get asked the same two questions. Am I ready to retire? Will my savings last for our lifetime? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. If these two questions are on your mind, we'd like to help. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know you and includes a few meetings for you to kick the tires at no charge. We'll provide you with a one-page summary that helps you get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for you. To take the first step to a clear direction for your retirement, call Wooten Financial at 936-449-5952. That's 936-449-5952. Or visit us on the web at wootenfinancial.com. That's W-O-O-T-T-O-N financial.com. Get started today. Hello, uh, you're listening to the Sydney Cochran Show. Yes, you are, and we're back. We're back, and we are going to be um, talking about the movies. And if you didn't know what you wanted to do this weekend, uh, these are some of the movies that are out. But you may want to, especially around this area, want to just stand outside and feel dry. That's you know, because you start thinking, is it ever going to stop raining? Go we're enjoy so the lake. Silly. Yeah, lake is full, <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. It is. It is full. Uh, so you, you guys, you live, uh, you live on a lake. Lake Livingston, not yeah. Conroe. Lake Livingston. Okay, is Lake Livingston browner than Conroe, or is it about the same uh, color? It's, it's about the same. It's about the same. Uh, it's but be, there's better fishing on Livingston. Ah. And um, I don't know. Is Conroe fed by? Uh, a, a river? I don't think so, right? I have no idea. I don't think so. I think it's standalone. The, the Lake Livingston is fed by the Trinity River, though. Oh, so, it is? Yeah, we get a lot of moving water. Well, what? I, I need to ask that question. I have no idea. We're like three minutes from Lake Conroe. <laughs> yeah, where literally. We live. So we're like, literally. We're there. And and uh, and so I thought, this is going to be so cool. We're, we're living 
we're like three minutes to Lake Conroe. There's Huntsville's 10 minutes away and Conroe's 10 minutes. Like, that's so great. I have never, we never go to the lake. We've never been on that lake. We haven't been on that lake. Do y'all have a boat? <laughs> no, we didn't get a boat because we already had a boat when we first got married. We had a boat and he went through the boat stage and that was it, you know, because it was always, well, I have pictures of us on a lake and he and his friend lean, leaning over the engine, uh, fixing it. And their wives, uh, this girl and I, would we're sitting there with a look on our face like this is what we usually end up being is because they got a real high performance yeah. boat and so those things you know crash all the time you know what the greatest day in a boat owner's life is when the day he gets rid of it the day I, i'm telling you that is exactly right that is exactly right oh boy and, uh-oh oh boy we got nathan outside wearing Listen. his funky hat it must be friday it yeah. must be friday you sure don't want to miss nathan in the montgomery county lifestyle of and and what he has on today you know probably oh. Depicts what his lifestyle is. So, so it, this underwear, this underwear. Okay, so what is what a movie about underwear? Does yes. the underwear talk? Yes, and I was totally, <laughs> totally confused and misled by Captain Underpants. So here I am, you know, going to the movie thinking this is going to be some sexual Fifty Shades of Under. You know, I, no, no, this is a, it's a cartoon, and the kids love it, and so many kids have read these books in school. And uh, Samuel knew all about the... I read these books in school. This was my reading level when I was in, yeah. you know, 10th grade. So. In 10th grade. <laughs> so, was a Wimpy Kid out when you were... No, no. Wimpy that, Kid. That, that was past. That was post-Jake. Okay. In, in oh, okay. grade school. Okay. I love Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I just, I love those movies. I never, I saw, them, I never saw any of the movies either. Oh, man. Well, now, now the the uh, the kid that was a Wimpy Kid and his brother and the family all grew up and... Uh, now they have a new family in there, mm-hmm. and they're not the same. It's not the same, but it, it's. I love Wimpy Kid, and it did make the kids w- uh, read because you had some illustrations in it. And the Captain Underpants, I guess, is the same thing because they the kids love it. And so we went to go see Captain Underpants, and so from a four year old to a twelve year old, they were glued to the movie. They loved it. No one asked for more popcorn or candy or anything like that. It was just there. It was, and. So, and, and plus, um, uh, my oldest daughter, who's a teacher of seventh graders, and yeah. she said they, you know, they all love it. So, she wanted to go see it as well. And it was so good because finally a movie comes out that everybody has, has read and all that, and they stayed with that. They didn't take Captain Underpants to uh, the planet Pluto and uh, do try and start a school there or something like that that's out of the realm of what these kids, yeah, these kids want to see what goes on in school and laugh about all the bad things and the principal that's crazy and and after them and well, it's like a, it's like adults who go see comedy shows and they're like, oh, it's so funny because it's true. It, it's the same yes. situation. They, they're they're experiencing what this this Captain Underpants is experiencing right, right now. And they and the it's release relatable. is that the kids uh, the, with imagination, um, they can take them where they want to go in that sense of what they would do to the principal if they could. And so this is what if they could. Yeah, if they could. And I tried once. <laughs> oh, I think we have a mooning story coming up. Oh, no, no, no. This, that's another story. Oh, no, I, no, that's a different story altogether. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's type, that type. Is it shocking? Would it shock me? It might shock you, but we may have to save it for another time. Cause okay. I, I want to get to these movies. We want to get to, yeah. Okay. Um, the mummy. The mummy is what I want to see. That's what I want to see. I never got to see The Fate of the Furious. I that's what I wanted to see too, and Sam didn't want to go see that. So I, I, I've got catching up to do. Is the Fate of the Furies is out, right? I don't see it. Uh, no, no. I think it's I think it's officially done. At least at this Aww. at this movie theater I'm looking at, it's done. So okay. Now, and the only thing we can tell you about the the Mummy, uh, looks to me so good. I I, I like that kind of stuff. I, well, and I think when it first released that they were coming out with this, mm-hmm. people were questioning whether this was a good move by the franchise that owns the mummy and all that stuff right but as more trailers and more commercials have come out i think the popularity of this has just grown to such a level that Mm -hmm. i am truly shocked by this because i think this is going to be a terrible movie oh you do okay i have i have i'm going to go see it but i have (laughs) i have no faith in it at all 
Well, you coming in with a horrible attitude, you're not going to enjoy it. No, Hope I'll go in with a blank good. slate. I'll go in with a blank slate. I'll go with an open mind. You will? But I'm just, I, I, if I had to go put my money on it I, in Vegas, I'd say it's going to, you know, fall short of expectations. Uh, the, way, the way the movies cost right now and the, all the stuff, I would make sure I was going to like it and I was going to have a good time there. I'd go in, you know, like if the popcorn is good, the butter is fresh. Or the excuse me, the butter flavoring is real is fresh. Um, but see, I, I'm telling you, if you if you'll do this, do that, just do this. Go to, do you go to the Woodlands Theater? Where do you go? Yeah, the Woodlands one. Okay, all right. Well, I guess it depends on where I am. If I'm in Katy, I go to the Katy one. If I'm in Woodlands, I go in the Woodlands one. If I'm in Conroe, I go to the Grand. So no loyalty. Okay, so if no. if you'll go to the one in the Woodlands and go by Landry's and tell them, could I? Can I please have some drawn butter, and I'll pay for it? And they go like, "Well, I'll just we'll just give it to you. We have no charge for it. anyway." They give you the drawn butter. It looks like a urine specimen, but it's okay. You put it in your pocket and you go in and order the popcorn. I'm telling you, if you will pour that over the popcorn when you sit down in your seat and you start eating that, what happens if it spills uh, in my pocket? Well, then, then I look like a freak with <laughs> butter covered pop or pockets, not popcorn. No, you you won't. Spill you won't spill it. You'll just just hold it in your just hold it anyway. Oh. But it does look like a urine specimen. It's really funny. So anyway, so you go in there and do that. I promise you. I promise you. You will never go back to that. Well, and so going junk. into things with an open mind. I went and saw Wonder Woman first night, the Thursday night early release, mm -hmm. and I I expected it to be bad because of every DC comic that movie that has come out yeah. has been subpar. Mm -hmm. I this is probably one of their better ones and. Not because of all the pretty ladies, you know, who could take me out with a single look, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. but it was an you, actual good movie. It was you well done. For the articles, the articles uh, yes. that were really good. Yes, exactly. Now, it wasn't the greatest movie ever. I wouldn't give it, you know, a 10 out of a 10, but mm -hmm. it was better than, than what, what my expectations were. And I think That's what good. everybody's were. So. No, Chad went and saw it oh, with really? his buddy. He went and saw it with his buddy. And Sabrina, his wife, wanted to see it. They all come from that same age and that era, and uh, and he didn't get to see, and uh, something happened where he had to leave early, so he didn't get to see the end of it. So he's going to take her to go see it again, but uh, he said it was good. He thought he thought it was good, and he didn't like anything, so that was good. Now what's come out tonight? What's new is it comes at night. It's a it, horror it suspense comes thriller. At night. Yeah, and if you look at the pictures, it's rated R. And I think there's a reason for that. I think, well, the pictures start off with these two. Uh, you can tell that they're not fully clothed and they're they're embraced. And so, I, you know, that's you kind of leads you down one pathway of what it's about. And then they have a, a very zombie-looking <laughs> guy. And uh, so, I don't know. Uh, that's going to take your chance with your money. If you got 50 bucks to, you know. You, maybe you go in there, you buy your tickets and your popcorn and all that, go in there, and you, 15 minutes in, you go like, this isn't getting it for me. So you go see The Mummy. Anyway, and then uh, Megan Levy is one that's about uh, the dog. She's in... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so those kind of shows, personally, I can't stand to see no. movies. I, 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 that's they, reality to me. I don't want to... And see. I don't want to watch reality. Like, yeah. everybody yeah, loved... Uh, Manchester by the Sea. I yes, from a critic standpoint, it was beautifully shot. The camera work, yeah. the lighting, all that. From the fundamental standpoint, right. But I don't want to be depressed leaving a movie. I was I so know. sad, and it made me. It was too real. No, I no. I, I want. I want some totally, fakeness in my movies. Totally agree. So speaking of that, Baywatch. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back. No, this is our last segment. No, no, it's not. It's yes, not over. Yes, it is. This is it. <gasps> Quick synopsis of Baywatch. Uh, Baywatch. It was worth it to go see it in the, in the movie theater just because uh, I like movie theaters. But uh, if you don't want to spend the ten bucks, I would just wait till it comes out on Redbox or something. Yes. And it was good. It and then you six can rewind it. Okay. Six so, out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, good. So everything's fun. Pirates of the Caribbean are still in. Guys, go have fun. Go eat some popcorn with real butter on it, and uh, enjoy your weekend. And we will uh, be back here Monday uh, next week. So, uh, guys, we'll see you. Please have a great weekend. Thank you, Wooten Financial Group, for making this possible. See ya.
This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any other representative. Hi, this is Cindy Cochran, and I want to thank you for checking out The Cindy Cochran Show and invite you to listen live every weekday morning from 10 to 11 on FM 106.1 and on 104.5 and globally on IRLoneStar.com. The show you just fell in love with was recorded and will be posted on our podcast channels on iTunes and Google Play. You can even watch the show on our YouTube and on TV with our City TV Channel 12 on Suddenlink. So make sure to subscribe to keep up with me. My Facebook page, The Cindy Cochran Show, is always a good place to contact me through messages, to interact live on the air and ask questions, make suggestions, whatever. Special shout out to the show title sponsor, The Wooten Financial Group. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.